Welcome to the I'm Still Here podcast. I'm your host, Heather Jose. In 1998, at the age of 26, I was diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer. It changed everything for us, but I'm still here. And we're here to talk to you about life with metastatic disease. We know it's not easy. We know that there are challenges that never get talked about. But we're here to walk with you through them, to show you some hope, some inspiration, and to help you make a plan so that you can join me in saying, I'm still here. Season two. Here we go. Welcome back. It's uh, amazing to think that we are here for an, another season, when, especially when season one was way longer than uh, a normal. Well, we're rookies. We yeah. didn't know that there was going to be a season two, to be honest with you. <laughs> so season one was a year and a half long. <laughs> so I think um, I'm proud of the fact that we've had some longevity in this already. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are. So oh, well, I'm happy that, that people are listening and people are watching. And if they're listening and watching, that means they're getting something out of it or they're sharing it with somebody who really needs it at the time. And that is why we did it. Yeah. Right. So, right. Yeah. So, um, I'm still here. I think we came up with that name because it, in essence, for a long time, you came up with the name? Yeah. I remember the day. <laughs> Tell us about it. Well, we were going over this and, and one of the things, and I, came, and I saw it on something, and I came in, and I said, well, what about I'm still here? Mm-hmm. And you liked it. Yeah. I think for a long time I wrestled with that because... As somebody who's lived with metastatic breast cancer for so long, um, I wondered if just being here is enough, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of been the evolution of all of this. And, it has been. And it's right. really the evolution of even how we're going to transition into season two, right? For sure. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. So let's um, kind of rewind a little bit and mm-hmm. tell people who we are. So, so I'm I'm Larry. I am Heather's husband. Uh, Heather is my first wife. And uh, I don't know. I am a teacher. Uh, I coach sports. I officiate football. I uh, have been teaching for, I don't know, 20 some years now, 28 years. Uh, Really enjoy it. Um, I also enjoy being Heather's husband. I enjoy... um, I don't know if I the, the right words would be that I enjoyed being a caregiver, but I think it's kind of up my alley, the caregiving thing. Um, I took it serious. I still take it serious. Uh, and for a lot of our lives, Heather was definitely in a support kind of role when we talk about professional world because I was a head football coach for a long time. And, you know, she really supported me in that. And it took a lot of our time. And uh, I stopped doing that five years ago, I think. And, um, and now kind of our, our roles are shifting. And, and I'm in a support role on this venture. Yeah, so um, I think it's really interesting. I think sometimes you downplay the impact that you've had as a caregiver. But it's, it's more than just that because... Um, It's one thing to be a caregiver, but it's another thing to be married to the person that you're providing that to in that I think the the thing that was so important to me through the years is that you 
haven't made me feel less than in terms of I just have to take care of you all the time. So to keep that kind of equal footing, to be able to keep um, that our relationship, you know, our marriage strong in the midst of caregiving, I think is really Well, I didn't name it caregiver. And I'm just calling it caregiver because that's what everybody else calls it. Yeah. I think it's called being a husband <laughs> and being a wife on what you do or what you should do, regardless whether there's metastatic cancer or not. It's just, you know, being there for your loved one. I didn't name it. That's a, that's the truth. Right. And I honestly, as you listen to us, you'll find out that we don't really like a lot of the terms that mm-hmm. surround cancer, right? It's just not for us. Right. But So I'm Heather. Mm-hmm. Um, I was 26 years old when I was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Um, I didn't know anything about cancer at the time. Um, we had a, our daughter was 14 months old when we learned about the cancer and I was working as an occupational therapist in the schools. So I, my life as I thought it was going to be, I mean, I just thought I was just a a normal person Mm -hmm. from the Midwest in the United States and just kind of living this typical life, right? I Mm -hmm. think we were raised kind of in these very normal, typical, middle-class lives, right? So we, I had no, um, I didn't know what was coming with cancer. Mm -hmm. I, it, it changed literally, I think, every aspect of our life. Yeah. And, um, and it's been a roller coaster, uh, not necessarily from the medical side, it certainly was at first, but it has impacted my career significantly and kind of it's really just changed who I am as a person. Um, and it's helped me to, my perspective, our perspective on a lot of things is greatly impacted by metastatic breast cancer and the, the things that we've learned from it. And that's really why we started this podcast to be able to talk about not so much the medical part of breast cancer, but everything else that you go home and you're, you're thinking about, but it just doesn't get talked about in the way that we feel like um, it needs to. And I, I guess I'm trying to provide the support that I would have liked to have had in the beginning. So when we started, when I was diagnosed, it was 1998. It was, we didn't have internet at the time. We were, this was like, just kind of like, oh my gosh. We didn't have a computer. We didn't have a computer. Um, It was like, you could go to the bookstore, maybe get a book. And if you know anything about publishing, even books that are on the shelves have been Mm -hmm. written five years prior. You know, anybody who had written a book about cancer was already gone, had died Mm -hmm. in that time. Just everything about it was just horrendous. And now coming forward 25 years, we have the internet and our hope with this podcast and, and channel is YouTube channel is that we could, that somebody could literally get on their computer, although that's not our recommendation necessarily, but get on their computer and find me, find somebody and get something answered and because well, it's about and the just, questions and you want to, you want to answer to those questions when you're in the fire, you want something when you're wondering something or you're worried about something you, you want a perspective on that of of somebody who is and it sounds bad but who is still here yeah 
You know, that's the truth. Well, and I don't even know if it's answered for me so much as just somebody's still here. Somebody mm-hmm. is still making mm-hmm. it and they're still living their lives and, and all of those things. Not, I'm not just like, you know, getting by every day. I have a great life, yeah. you know, and, um, and that's, that's the whole point of this. Yep. But we are, as we transition into season two, we are doing some things a little different. We're going to continue with two episodes a week. Monday's episodes are kind of going to change from this Monday momentum, which I'm not sure was momentum anyway. Most of the time, it was usually randomness. Yeah. But it's gonna and it's gonna continue to be a little more random, but um, but life focused. So one of the things we're gonna do on Mondays is I'm gonna introduce a book um, that we're gonna like. If you want to get it, listen to it, whatever, talk about it. We'll introduce it, um, and then we'll talk about it at the the last. Um, Monday of every month. So I'm excited about that. I do a lot of reading, um, personal development, different things like that. So if it may have nothing to do with cancer. And it will won't. likely won't have anything to do with cancer. Um, but but it does. But it does because it's all mindset right. and it's it's development health. And, and health or, and it's yeah. learning about how you what you can control and what you can't you know, how to how to use this brain in your head to the best ability. So actually, I'm going to give you an assignment if you want it really just for the next couple of weeks. This is a short book, but it's called The Gap in the Gain. It's by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. And it talks about kind of this thought of staying um, either looking at something as always being in like a gap between you and how you get there or staying in the gain of of you are making progress. And, and so... Um, Check that out if you want to. We're going to come back on the 29th, which would be the last uh, Monday of this month, and we'll talk about that. So mm-hmm. um, you didn't know you were going to get some homework either, did you? I, I rarely know anything. <laughs> and if you've watched this for the first season, you realize uh, I know nothing. Yeah. And that's, you know, let, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, the information that we give on this podcast, uh, well, we do bring people on and we interview them, professionals in the mm-hmm. field. And they're going to give you the, the, the professional, not even opinion, the, the facts based on things. Um, a lot of the things that we're talking about is based on our experience yeah. over the last 25, yeah. 26 years. It's not always based on even, I don't want to say it's science. I mean, it's based on our experience. Absolutely. And um, some people have asked questions and the only answer we, well, there's two answers we can give. Number one, we can research it and give that that answer or, or that description. Um, but the other side of it is, is just from this is what Heather went through. This is what Heather did. This was the outcome of that. And as everybody knows, um, a lot of things have changed in the last 25 years. And to be honest, uh, you don't have experience with everything in there. No. But, uh, you know, what we can do is we can do research for you. Um, and I, I love doing that. Uh, but it's from her experience. So I, I do want to kind of well, and I, set that. I mean, <clears throat> my big thing, too, is like from a medical standpoint, we, we talked about getting the best medical professionals around you, yes. creating the team, things like that. But that's up to them. That's for you to work with them on. Mm-hmm. We're not providing advice about no. how to treat something, no. you know. So never will. And and honestly, 
Um, I've said to my doctor from the very beginning, like, that's, that's, I would like you to do that. You're the expert. I'm going to do everything else around it. Like, so tell me how I can be helpful to my treatment. I'm all the way in, but don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not the person researching trials and doing things like that. That's never been who I am and, uh, where I wanted to spend my energy. So, um, we're just, this is about living with metastatic breast cancer, right? Yes. So um, also I wanted to talk, so Wednesdays we're going to look at, we will be bringing on um, some experts occasionally. We would like to talk with people who have been living with metastatic breast cancer for, you know, 10 plus years um, Give to be able to provide more inspiration for people and hope. And or, then and the whys behind that or the, the what, what or did how you do there, or the yes, hows. The what's. Because not every, certainly not everybody's the same. Um, you have one experience and that's what you have. But other people have way different experiences yeah. and ages of kids and family dynamics. Yes. And, and there's just so many things there uh, that make it different. And yeah, that's good. And the more we can bring on some different people, the more people can then have the opportunity to relate. And we're going to be talking about things we have talked about in the first season, but with the questions or the comments that you guys have sent us, um, we're going to be taking maybe a little bit different angle on some things and, and expounding on some oh. things. And uh, well, we didn't get to everything we wanted yeah. to, and we're going to be hitting on those. The other thing I've learned is that hearing something once is great, but I need to hear it again and again. Yeah. So, um, you know, repeated exposure to things is an important thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, another thing that's new, um, Wednesdays will be pretty cancer-related and things, but uh, another thing that is new is that we have a hotline number. Isn't that cool? It's exciting. <laughs> So actually, you can call in and leave a message uh, with a question, with a comment. Um, you can, if you want it to be anonymous, you can say that, you, it, whatever. But we want to be able to do segments where we are answering questions or, or talking about other people's experiences. So the number, which we will put in all of our links and notes and things like that, is 616-303-0094. So we're... Really excited about that. I think it'll be fun. I hope you guys use it. And um, and, and uh, it, it's a it's a succinct place where messages can be sent. I know yeah. some of you don't like don't want to leave a voice message. You'd rather type that out. Um, and we we do get those on the different platforms. Yeah. But those of you who have been involved with this, it's harder. It is um, a lot harder. It's in a lot of different places yes. where uh, messages to yeah. us can be left. And it's not an easy thing to find sometimes. Right. And when you're doing multiple podcasts over and over, that's just the truth of this. And so we're trying to get it more, this is where messages, and we'll work on, we're, we're working on a website too. And that's yeah. another place where we can say, okay, the hotline or this. Um, but we are still figuring this out. And I think that's what makes it fun for everybody yeah. here is we're, we're trudging along and, and doing our best for you guys. And hopefully it works out. Yeah. So we're... Bringing on uh, some new team members. We have Mm -hmm. changed our background a little bit. Maybe the video quality will look a little better. That's bad for us because (laughs) I usually kind of jump in here on a random morning and you never know what you're going to find in terms of how I'm looking. But but we also are just going to keep keeping it real, Mm -hmm. right? That's that's who we are and what we want to do for you guys. So 
we are super excited about this and um, we hope you'll join us for both the Monday kind of more life side of things and Wednesdays will be the more cancer side of things uh, but we definitely think that you can get stuff out of both of them and yeah we'll we'll be around let's start season two but let's not do it for a year and a half no <laughs> one year there we go. all right go blue <laughs> yeah 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 i'm still here after all these years after all these tears i shed i'm still here and I'm walking this earth like I should be There was days that I didn't know if I would be Yeah, yeah Now I stand tall with my feet in the ground And my head in the clouds Cause I'm still here Like I should be Yeah, yeah, like I knew that I could be Here we go, here we go everyone i hope you love this episode of i'm still here and i wouldn't want you to miss out on what comes next so be sure to rate review and follow this show on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcast especially if you found it helpful we need all the shares likes stars and love we can get we'd also love to hear from you leave your comments and questions and we'll incorporate them into future episodes have a great day